0: And welcome to Sword of My Podcast. My name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human. Thank you very much for joining me on episode 74. First, we're gonna get things started out with shout out. Shout out to Kelly Tolson, who won our Lexington Comic and Toy Convention ticket giveaway on the Sword of My Comics Facebook page. Can't wait to see you at the con, man. And a little shout out DLC goes to Alpha Specter, Mr. James Odal, for fronting the prize on this one. You can expect another giveaway from us coming soon. We We are adding another code onto our Spider-Man Homecoming digital giveaway, and then we've got another digital giveaway coming after that. But, in the meantime, let's go ahead and talk some trailers. Guys, there were so many trailers that came out this week. Uh, I originally had like eight scheduled for this episode, but for the sake of time, I'm going to be covering a few of them next week, like Brightburn and Dark Phoenix. But, starting out today's episode, we are going to talk about Game of Thrones season 8 trailer, right off the bat, I have to shout out how cinematic this season looks. Not that the other seasons have, haven't have had, like, taste to that effect, but this is full-on cinematic presentation. Which makes sense, uh, since we've been told that even though the episode count is just 6 episodes, they're meant to feel like short films. Uh, the trailer doesn't really give much away other than a huge battle is about to happen, but it doesn't really have to. This trailer's not meant to sell you on the show and finally get you watching. This trailer is for me, and every person who's seen every episode and has been dying to see this come to this. No lie, I'm actually going to be getting the HBO add-on for Hulu just for this. Not many shows can get me to do that because I may have gone legit with my content intake in the past few years, but I am frugal about it. Uh, April 14th, can't wait. I also cannot wait, and uh, another thing I'm going to be shelling out for, Cobra Kai just dropped their trailer. That surprised the hell out of me. I did not know that cat was up here. Is um, it Cobra
1: heard Kai before. from like GI Joe?
0: No, you're thinking of just Cobra. Cobra Kai is from The Karate Kid. I gotta get oh. you watching these shows and movies. Hey, sooner, we, we've got a we got a cat disrupting recording. So. Uh, I've been waiting with bated breath for this one. I'm still blown away by how good that first season was. It actually seems like the Cobra Kai Dojo has some competition in town as Danny is establishing Miyagi Do karate lessons and for free at that. Uh, it looks like the good and bad guys are a little more clearly laid out in this one, which is logical, but one of the things I loved about that first season was the roller coaster it took us on with the characters and their motivations. It seems like Johnny is still rocking the banquet brand, my beer of choice, particularly uh, because of this show, and damn, that Bananarama cover by Carrie Kimmel, who I've actually never heard of, but that shit was good. Uh, I can't find that version of Cruel Summer anywhere, but if they're smart, they'll release that track on iTunes and uh, make some money. Very excited to toss YouTube a couple of bucks April 24th for this one. As many are very excited for Shazam, a new trailer dropped for them. Uh, we see a lot more of Shazam's powers on display. Unfortunately, we also see a lot more of the jokes that may be in the film, and this, I keep coming back to this with so many trailers. We see too much. Uh, Marvel plays it smart. Half the time, they only need to give us stuff from like the first 20 minutes and we're pumped. We're excited. We don't need much more. But uh, where DC films are getting better, they're still desperate to get us in the seats, I think. And and with this, I think we're getting way too many of the jokes. And it, it takes away from the overall effect the feel can have on you in that communal event of going to see a movie in theaters. And whose idea was it to use My Name Is in this trailer? I get it. Tons of adults are going to be lining up for this thing. But way too many kids with the ability to look this song up on YouTube... Too. what are you doing what is that still you can find me in the theater april 5th for this one a lot of cool stuff coming next month guys april 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 across the board Finally, we uh, have a new Detective Pikachu trailer. We start off this one with a little more explanation as to why Detective Pikachu is connected to Tim, the main character played by Justice Smith. That is to say, the Pikachu has amnesia, and Tim's father's name and address were in the hat he woke up with. Uh, already clever start to the movie. And I'm more sold on Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu than ever. He's so damn funny and adorable in this trailer alone. I can't imagine what the whole of the film is going to be like. Uh, I admire the restraint in these trailers because there's still a lot to unpack, but they didn't need to reveal Mewtwo at all. Uh, Had I seen that in the theaters, it could have blown my mind, and now it's just a box to be checked while I'm sitting in that seat. Uh, I'm also starting to get worried that there may be too many establishing shots in this. Like, ooh, see? Do you see this Pokemon in close enough to live action? Let's stay here for a moment, whether or not it has anything to do with the plot. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, moving on it's just I get that the world of Pokemon is crazy full of these awesome creatures and I'm all for the way they're going to be heavily involved in the background and the story Uh, I just don't need a collected 15 to 20 minutes of this movie to be staring at things because the filmmakers wanted us to know how cool it was it didn't work for Star Trek the motion picture it's not gonna work here That being said, I love this trailer, and I'm more sold than ever on the film. Gonna be rocking my Japanese Pikachu shirt on May 10th. Had to break the streak somewhere. And from there, we're moving on to news. Oh, man. This next story uh, requires a little history. Uh, First unveiled at the 1939 World's Fair, the iconic Red View Master, a toy that utilizes film cells and the lighting of a room it's used in, became popular with families after the company entered a licensing deal with Disney in the 1950s, providing an immersive look at their favorite Disney films. After merging with Tyco in 1997, Mattel acquired the brand and has since expanded it to smartphone applications and virtual reality. Jump all the way to now, the year 2019, where Mattel and MGM are teaming up on a Viewmaster film. Uh, Mattel head of film, Robbie Brenner, which is a thing, I guess, he told The Hollywood Reporter, quote, Since the 1940s, Viewmaster has inspired wonder and joy in children of all ages, creating huge opportunities for storytelling. MGM Pictures has tremendous expertise and a proven track record in capturing audiences' imagination through film, and we're proud to be partnering with them to bring another Mattel franchise to theaters. This marks another important milestone as we transform Mattel into an IP-driven, highly performing, high-performing, rather, toy company, end quote. Except for at the end there where I kind of took liberties to fix my fucking mistake. Uh, (laughs) What could this film even be? It is a hunk of plastic that you stick cardboard and film strips into, and you just click the thing and go and look at still images. Like, what What could this possibly be? Uh, they have spoken a bit about, at the end there, about it being something like a uh, VR-type thing. Now, I've never heard of that. I have no idea what they're speaking to on that end. But with that in mind, I, I feel like maybe some sort of, like, They have a Viewmaster app or something, and through some sort of magical means, our main characters get transported into a fantastical world with a bunch of IP attached to it. I mean, we're talking about, I guess, something owned by Disney, maybe? Or maybe Disney doesn't own Mattel anymore. I'm not really clear on that fact. But, yeah, that that is my best guess of what they could do with this. Otherwise, it's just two hours of us watching people go, go, Wow! Oh, the Lion King! Oh, Mulan! <laughs> I mean, that's that was my experience with the toy in the 90s, so uh, why not? No word on an intended production date, much less a release date, but uh, fuck, we'll, we're going to have to be watching that one closely. You can expect updates on that story right here, because it is fucking ridiculous, and I love it. But something I love much more, uh, in Disney Plus MCU news, in a new interview with Slash Film, Kevin Feige elaborated on his remarks about how involved the upcoming Disney Plus MCU shows will be with the movies. Quote, It will be MCU proper. Sometimes it'll take place as Captain Marvel did in a time before current events. Sometimes it'll take place during. What I will say, whatever happens in those, in those shows and with characters that have been in the films, they'll undergo transformations. Not Loki necessarily, but will undergo transformations in their series, and those transformations will be reflected in their next film appearances because we've been developing long-form narrative stories for Disney Plus at the same time that we've been developing a post Avengers Endgame MCU. We've been able to do something we've never done before, which is intertwine them from the start from the plant. And I think this is amazing. Like they said we're going to jump around likely with the Loki series uh, that has been confirmed, we're going to be taking place in the past because honestly, I think the characters in Avengers Infinity War spoilers if you haven't seen it but you've had time, he's not coming back because I think all the legitimately killed characters like Loki and Gamora are just gone. We're we're not going to see them again. But series that are rumored like the Bucky Falcon team-up show. Uh, That one, I feel like, is going to be a battle for the shield. You know, who are we going to crown the new Captain America? Because we do know that Chris Evans is his time is up. He may pop up in some iteration some other way as like flashbacks or something because the Russo brothers did say that his time in the films is not over after Endgame, but I doubt we're going to see another full-blown Captain America film starring Chris Evans. So that's what that could be. Scarlet and uh Scarlet Witch and the Vision show uh that has also been rumored that could be taking place in between Uh, What was it? Civil War and Infinity War, because there is a big gap that we don't see there where their romance comes to fruition. So there's a lot of possibilities with this. I'm so excited that they are clarifying that this is not going to be another Netflix uh, MCU type thing where, yeah, we kind of nod at the movies and the movies affect what's going on in our show, but what we're doing here never affects the movies and they're never going to fucking reference us. That That is just awesome that we are finally going to get some collaborative efforts between the films and the shows, although these shows are more than just your episodic uh, seasonal things, they are, uh, mini-runs, they are, uh, what, what is it they call these, uh, uh, showlets, let's call them showlets, from now on I'm gonna call them showlets, they're called, uh, they're called um, showlets, uh, <laughs> And no. And speaking of bite-sized ways to do things, let's take a trip into the phone booth. It's time for the news, the phone booth news. Vinnywise, go get my phone <laughs> so, we sure can, really yeah, so we can get this thing Not underway, sure. guys. It's time for the phone booth news where I try to give you the news faster than Deadpool can save the day, which gives me 3 minutes, 45 seconds, which we will be timing as soon as Vinnie Wise... Comes back with my phone. All right, so let's go ahead and boot that up. We'll have his finger on the button. Let me make sure I've got my script open here. Whatever you're ready. And no. In video game news, Funcom has announced an open-world multiplayer game-based... Based on Frank Hubert's Dune, is gearing up for production and is partnering with Legendary to bring the game to PC and console. Nintendo announced remastered versions of Turok Dinosaur Hunter and its 1998 sequel, Turok 2 Seeds of Evil, will be coming to the Switch with the first game available on March 18th for 1999. Also, coming to the Switch is Friday the 13th, the game Ultimate Slasher Switch Edition, which will include all previous released content and DLCs, but not the the Kickstarter-exclusive Savani Jason and exclusive clothing pack. The release is expected for this spring. In comics news, veteran Marvel artist Mike Dodato Jr. announced that he will be leaving Marvel Comics to dedicate himself to creator-owned comics after his upcoming run on Savage Avengers. The Hollywood Reporter revealed that there will be a four-issue limited series based on Seth MacFarlane's hit sci-fi series The Orville This coming uh, coming this July from Dark Horse Comics. In TV news, live-action Shazam! television series, which ran for three seasons on CBS from 1947 to 1976, is now available on the DC Universe streaming service. Speaking of the DCU streaming service and its shows, Titans has cast Joshua Orpin in the role of Connor Kent, a.k.a. Superboy, in season two. Arrow star Steven... Arrow star Stephen Amell announced on Twitter, quote, Playing Oliver Queen has been the greatest professional experience of my life, but you can't be a vigilante forever. Arrow will return for a final run of 10 episodes this fall. There is much to say. For now, I just want to say thank you. End quote. Disney Insider announced that a new series for the upcoming Disney Plus streaming service titled Secret Society of Second Born Royals. The show is centered around a teenage princess who is second in line for the throne. While at summer school, she finds out that she and other members of royalty attending the school actually have supernatural powers. In movie news, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Aquaman 2 will have a release date of December 16th, 2022. Sources tell Variety that Will Smith will not be returning to the role of Deadshot in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Disney revealed a poster for their upcoming Maleficent sequel, which includes the film's title, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. The film is expected to release October 18th of this year. According to Polygon, Disney CEO Bob Iger said that the entire Disney motion picture library, including all Star Wars, Marvel movies, and films released this year, starting with Captain Marvel, will be available on the Disney Plus streaming service, while post-launch releases will be on the platform within a year of their theatrical release. And that is the news. We what do we got? Two
1: minutes. Yeah!
0: Seconds. Did it! Two minutes, 52 seconds, on the books. I nailed it. What would you guys like in there? Uh, scoot up on the mic. Vin make some uh, room. We've got someone joining us here. We're going to call him the rare breed Jacob because he's a friend of Vinny's that I actually like. <laughs> so go ahead. Move up on the mic. You put your legs over there. What would you guys like in there? What what sounded interesting to you?
1: Friday the 13th. That fri- um.
0: I knew you were going to be sold on that Friday the 13th game. Yes, we are getting it. Don't worry about that because I've been wanting to play it too. Uh, what about I'm, you, Jacob? Speak out a little bit. Come Friday. up on the mic. I like the Friday the Thirteenth game as well. Nothing else really. No,
1: I liked um, the Captain Marvel part. How it's going to be on the Disney, uh,
0: yeah. streaming app. Yeah, I love that they're going to be. They're bringing all their movies, which is weird because a lot of their really really old ones are really really racist. So <laughs> I wonder if they're actually going to bring out those films that they have refused to acknowledge in like decades recent. But, uh, yeah, that is pretty cool that we're going to get to watch the entire MCU on there, the entire Star Wars library.
1: don't really like how, they're not gonna, how Will Smith's not going to be Deathstroke.
0: I couldn't care less about that. I didn't really like Suicide Squad. In fact, when I was buying all those DCEU movies, I forgot to buy Suicide Squad. It wasn't a I don't want this movie decision. It was so bad that I decided to forget about it. <laughs> and yeah. So I've but decided I mean, not to buy it. I mean, if you like it, that's cool. But I, he doesn't I'm,
1: need to be Deathstroke anymore. He's blue. Not
0: Shot. Deadshot. Shot. There's a blood. difference. I'm kind of bummed that uh, Arrow's coming to an end, but it makes sense. It's been going for a while. There doesn't seem to be much more they could do with that character. Wasn't it,
1: um like made 2013.
0: You can't. You can't. was it? talk to <laughs> Jacob and expect them to hear you.
1: Wasn't it made like 2013.
0: Oh, no. It's been going, well, maybe. 2013, 2014 sounds kind of right. They're in season seven, and we're coming up on the, yeah, maybe. 2012, maybe. I'd have to look it up. I don't know by heart. But, uh, yeah, I'm expecting him to die in Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is the next big show crossover they're going to have. All right, guys. Well, that is it for the phone booth news. And from there, we're going to do a little bit of catching up. I've actually run out of episodes of Letter Kenny to watch on Hulu. So, unfortunately, I am done catching up on that. Patiently awaiting for the next season. Hulu figured out. out. Uh, Ronda Rousey really impressed me this past week. Uh, still keeping strong with the wrestling. But Ronda Rousey has kind of been going downhill, in my estimation. It, it felt like she was getting too comfortable. Getting too lazy. Because she was showing a lot of progression there. But then, boom... This past Raw, uh, she unloaded on Becky, and it looked like she was really beating the shit out of her. And so I don't know if that was a shoot, but, man, I uh, I, I loved it. Uh, saw fighting with my family, keeping with the, the wrestling motif going on here. Uh, it was okay if you're a wrestling fan. It, w- it was nice. I'm glad I saw it. If, uh, if I catch it in a $5 bin, I'll probably spend some money on it. Would be kind of interested to see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. But mostly, it was just alright. I'm glad I went and caught a $5 matinee, because here in our town, Tuesday, you can catch a movie for 5 bucks, no matter what time of day it is, and that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, if I'd have spent more money on this, uh, yeah, I-, I don't know if I'd be as okay with it, but it- it's good. If you're a wrestling fan, like especially if you know some of the stuff from that era, the Divas era, then you will enjoy this movie. And I gotta call out an episode of the Orville recently, or rather a two parter episode called Identity. Uh, this is where the Kalons uh, attempt an invasion on Earth, and I guess uh, pretty much every planet was their intention, but really, they focus on Earth first, uh, if you're not aware, Kylon is, uh, is the planet Isaac, and AI, uh, is from, but if you're not sure who I'm talking about there, then you obviously don't watch the show, and you don't fucking have any idea what I'm talking about, but it was really cool, it really examined humanity, it really examined, uh, emotion, and wow, this is the first time, I don't really, I can't, pinpoint any jokes that took place in this one this was the most serious attempt at being a legitimate sci-fi show that this show has made and it's gotten better and better and taken itself more seriously in the second season than in the first and the first was fantastic this is i think one of the best star trek shows i've ever seen (laughs) and it's not even a star trek show it's like it's a love letter to star trek uh now from here i want to turn it on over to the boys in blue, because they're both wearing blue, uh, which you could o- you could obviously hear that at home. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say there. And if you have not seen Captain Marvel from here, I suggest you go ahead and turn off. This is like the last thing in the show anyways. So, spoiler warning, unless you want to hear like a bunch of stuff at the end uh, where we talk about social media, uh, ours specifically, then, you know, I don't know. Uh, jump ahead a little bit, but if that doesn't interest you, then uh, now's the time to get out, but guys, we saw Captain Marvel last night I'm gonna hand this over to you Okay, uh, okay So, alright guys, tell us what you thought about Captain Marvel. Really liked it I really liked
1: the very beginning like, with the Marvel words Stanley, it's just all Stanley Um, I really loved it, it showed, like, the cameos. I'm pretty sure behind the scenes of movies but I love those. I love how it shows how Nick Fury loses his eyes from Goose the cat that basically just eats people. It's how Captain Marvel starts like glowing at the end how she finds out I forget I forget
0: it's where she realizes yeah. that the the power was within her the whole time after she realizes that she got her powers, how she got her powers, she realizes that it wasn't given to her by them and she could just unleash them.
1: Yeah, and I I still like seeing the young Nick Fury. I like that part. And the ending, just the after the credits, the post-credits.
0: You gotta speak up and you gotta speak into the mic. Um, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I liked how they had Black Widow, Falcon, Captain America... The device that Captain Marvel gives Nick Fury, Good. the modified pager, how it turns off, and Black Widow, she just wants to know who it is. Boom. Captain Marvel. One, know where Nick Fury is. And then the other one is just Goose the Cat.
0: Yeah, talk a bit about Goose the Cat. Really
1: liked it. My brother liked it.
0: Oh, yeah. Nums, Nums was having a, a fiddle after with that one. Yeah. He was laughing randomly. <laughs> He was doing that too, but yeah. but the cat I think was legitimate laughter. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I liked how Nick Fury thought he was gonna attack the one two. The Cree. Yeah. yeah. I like those parts. Anyways, Jacob, you, what do you want? Deep uh, thoughts about the movie. Deep thoughts. I thought, um, <laughs> it's okay, okay. Uh-huh. I feel like they could have showed Captain Marvel's powers more than they did.
0: Well, you gotta think. The point of doing it that way was to give like a progression like she can't be that overpowered right from the beginning because then she just tears through all the challenges there's no personal yeah. growth there's no uh a challenge to overcome she's just stupid powerful she's gonna kill everyone so now that she's this crazy powerful she can stand toe to toe with thanos so it was about giving her a story arc which was gaining that power and deserving that power that she's gonna need to fight Thanos
1: I don't know why they did not have this but the Star Wars like why not the Star Wars yeah you're still Um, in my opinion there
0: a little bit yes but
1: like when (laughs) they're having the spaceship battle I was like huh really making me think of Star Wars and they probably were trying to make you think of Star Wars. I'm, I don't know. That's just my opinion.
0: But the problem with them not having Star Wars in the film was, is that in the comics, Carol Danvers is a big Star Wars fan. She loves that stuff. And she, the cat's name in the comics is Chewy, not Goose. So, like, they hmm. really removed every bit of Star Wars element from this, which blows my mind because they own it. Yeah. They're allowed to use it. So, I don't know. Maybe
1: um, Endgame, if Captain Marvel and Spider-Man are talking, they're probably going to talk about Star Wars. Because yeah. Spider-Man talks about Star Wars. I didn't
0: even think of that. Thank you. Yeah, Star Wars is prominent in, the, in Spider-Man Homecoming and, and Civil, in War. Civil War. Yeah, <laughs> so, what the hell? I don't know. That's pretty crazy. All right, anything else you guys want to say? Final thoughts on the movie, like, like a, a one to ten. Where Where are you guys sitting?
1: Um, with the movie, I'm giving it an eight.
0: Nice. Um, I'm
1: gonna go with an eight as well. In this, I was just looking on Google and I saw, and people were questioning about Stanley's cameo, what it was gonna be like, and it's just him. Um, he has what is it?
0: It was Mall Rat's script. Mall which rat. is just fucking beautiful uh, kevin smith who wrote that film he's posting on his social media uh, i think it was today a uh, picture of him like obviously distraught and he'd been crying and stuff because he and stan lee had a very close relationship and to see that and he didn't know that was gonna be in the movie so like it was just beautiful for him and, uh really 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 cool like that makes me torn between his in-movie cameo and the uh, tribute at the beginning both are now sitting on equal standing before me, I don't know how to feel about it but yeah, anything else you guys want to talk about? Okay. No, I'm all in Alright, well let's take this puppy out so I think because we gave in the Human a shot at taking the episode out on the last episode, only fair that we give him another shot this time, but let's tag team it this time. We'll try and do some uh, commutative energy here, okay? We'll we'll, we'll tip for tat. I'll take one part, you take the next. I'll take the next part, you take the next. You feel it? Yeah. Okay. Guys, like this episode if you liked it. Subscribe if you love it. You're checking this out somewhere while wow,
1: here. Why not like, comment, share, and hit that bell on YouTube if you want to know when... Wait, hold up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I moved it on you. I'm sorry. You got to be able to move with it, though. And hit the bell on YouTube if you want to know when the newest episodes are up. Like our nerd news page, sort of my comics on Facebook, and sol- follow, solo, follow, and solo. Sort of my co- my podcast on Instagram. <laughs> I, fu- I fucked it up this time. <laughs>
1: Check out Subject to Change Entertainment on Facebook and Twitter.
0: And all of our personal social media is down in the description below. My um, name is Vincent Herman, Vin the Human. My name is Vinnie Wise. Vinnie Herman.
1: Um, my name is Jacob. <laughs> <The laughs> and I'm going to call him
0: the Lonewander. And cue that awkward outro music.